Appamata and its programs are supported by your generosity and your generosity and support makes such a difference. You can find a link for contributions on the website at appamata.org. Thank you. Good day and good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here, wherever you are. Um, today is May 27th, 2022, and I'm Robin Bradford, and I'll be giving today's Dharma talk on um, the question of how we create the causes and conditions to create the world we actually want. And um, I must first thank and credit um, our senior teacher, Peg, and interested teacher, Laurie, who um, very much um, directed and guided me um, with this offering today. And so if something um, works for you, um, you have them to thank. And if something uh, fails, um, I'll be responsible for that. So um, our practice and our vow is, as Zen Buddhists, to be present with whatever is happening, right? And today, and the last few days, we've been present with this truth that um, 31 people, including 19 children, were killed by young men using guns designed for war. Many more people were wounded and many, many others have experienced trauma that will shape their lives. And these people were just like us. These kids were just like our kids and our grandkids. They were at school, at work, at their neighborhood grocery store, and in their places of worship where they practice their spiritual practice. According to the Gun Violence Archive website, in addition, there have been 18 other mass shootings in the US in the last 15 days. So that's what we're present with. Our society, our country is in um, a horrific state. Our public sphere has no moral compass. And so we're asked as Buddhists with our practice to make sense of this, to consider what to do and think about how we might stop this. So today I offer three responses. First, we will take refuge, returning to ourselves and each other, as we've done this morning, as we're doing now, and to ancient wisdom and our precepts and vows. Second, we'll consider the causes and conditions that created this present reality. And we'll begin to envision the future we want and the causes and conditions we need to do to create it. And finally, we will read the Metta Sutta and speak the names of the 31 victims of the mass shootings in Buffalo, New York, and Uvalde, Texas, and place them here on our altar. I wanted to show the people on Zoom um, the altar, and above it, um, there's a large um, blank space right now. And as we were sitting today, um, I was thinking that's the blank space in so many lives, um, but that's where the cards will go. So I wanted you guys to have a visual of that. 
So as Buddhists, we have a clear moral compass. That's what brought some of us here. Um, our precepts and our vows are unequivocal and actionable. Our first precept, do no harm to others or ourselves. This means that we recognize we're not separate from life and we will not lead a harmful life nor encourage others to do so. We live in harmony with life and the environment that sustains it. But often we think of this precept meaning, I won't kill anyone. But actually it's so much more expansive than that. Our precepts assume that we are all one, different waves of the same ocean of the universe. So that when someone is killed, it hurts me, it hurts you. When someone kills, I am part of that killing and you. Each morning, we recite our Bodhisattva vow. Beings are numberless, we vow to free them. That's why we're here today. Delusions are inexhaustible, we vow to end them. Lawmakers speak their delusions. I won't repeat them. In a divided state and country, how can we end these delusions without causing more harm? Dharma gates are boundless. We vow to enter them. If you're like me, I prefer to choose the Dharma gates I enter. I like welcoming ones, like the gate here at our Zendo. But that's not actually our vow. A gate appears, we enter. No invitation, no plan. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. We vow to embody it. This practice of being with and going in isn't just theoretical or intellectual. It's in our bodies. We vow to embody it. So, what are we to do? We can cry, we can feel angry, we can rant, write letters, protest. These are just some of the appropriate responses to this present reality of piercing violence and suffering. But as Buddhists, we can't stop there. We've got to go in. We've got to stay present. The Buddhist viewpoint of vast interconnectedness means that we have powerful tools. We are imaginative, free-flowing, life-affirming. We dwell in possibility, as Emily Dickinson once wrote. So, in a moment, I'll give you specific questions that we'll be discussing um, in pairs. But for now, I pose these. How do we want our society to go? What causes and conditions of the past have created this moment? What are the causes and conditions that we can help create for a different future? So obviously this isn't a quick fix. It makes me think of 
a friend of mine named Ivy, who is Vietnamese American and Buddhist. And she told me once that she was raised to consider her life and actions in terms of six generations, six generations behind her and six generations forward. So that her present life as a stand-up comedian and mother of two in Austin, Texas, is a direct result of the actions of her great, 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 great grandparents, six generations back in Vietnam. And she lives, or tries to live in a way informed by her belief that her actions are creating the reality of six generations in the future. This crisis of violence and suffering was created by generations of decisions and actions. It may take generations of concerted effort to change it, but that doesn't mean we're off the hook. Quite the opposite. We've got to get started. So um, those online and present, take out your paper and pen and I'll ask Maria to put these questions in the chat. And Maria, just to let you know, I changed my mind, which happens. And instead of um, people writing on their own, um, I'd love for folks in a moment to just go into groups of two. And um, if there's a group of, uh, well, that'll work out. You can make three if there's an extra. And then here in the Zendo, we will um, just turn to whoever is closest to you and, um, I think that will um, work out if not. Oh, we might have one group of three. So the questions are these. And if you're present here, you might want to jot these down. You should jot them down. What are three causes and conditions that created the present reality? And the present reality I'm thinking of today is um, that mass gun shootings happen literally every day in our country, that more children die from guns than car accidents or disease, and the majority of gun deaths are suicides. These are just facts. What are the three causes and what are three causes and conditions that created the present reality? You can do more than three, but three is just like a good place to start. If you want to riff on 10, feel free. There's no like right answer. So the second question is, what are three attributes of the future you would like to see? Some examples might be um, children are safe at school or mental health care is free and is without stigma. What are three attributes of the future you would like to see? And then the third question, what are three actions you can take toward that future? So some examples might be, and again, I'm just giving these to get your mind going, um, knowing the people on your block, um, running for office, um, volunteering at a school not your neighborhood. Um, we're having a little background noise there, so I don't know if someone's unmuted. 
uh, or, or getting involved with our own Buddhist Action Now group and maybe asking them to adopt this issue. So those are just some ideas. Does everyone have the three questions? You guys have them here? Do you guys have them there? Yeah, okay, great. Let's take 12 minutes in breakout groups. And in that 12 minutes, um, you'll be with your partner and you may decide with your partner that you want to jot some things down first, or you may decide with your partner that um, you're better thinking sort of out loud off of riffing off of each other. Um, either one is fine. Um, please make, sp make place for the other person to speak. And when they speak, listen with your whole body. It's so tempting, especially on something we care about a lot, to be preparing our response. But let's try to drop that as best we can and just listen with our whole body. So um, let's go ahead and do that for 12 minutes. And well, let's say until 1030. That will make more sense. Um, to half after the hour. Does that work for you, Maria? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's great. Then let's go ahead and do that. We'll get to back together at 10.30 our time. So um, let's take a moment to just um, share out of your um, dyad or small group um, actions um, and also reactions to this exercise. Um, keeping it brief um, because um, there are happily a lot of us. So going just right to the essence of what you want to um, share with everyone. Uh, Claudine's got a hand There we go. Hang on, I just done with 20 more minutes. Mm -hmm. I yes. think it was so short that we never came to the end. Right. And you know, that's, that's actually part of the practice, I think, um, to keep returning back to this, especially because we know, um, unfortunately, this will happen again. And so it's a way it's a practice that we can use um, to keep from falling in the ditch of despair or the ditch of cynicism, you know, the two sides, this is kind of the middle. Um, so yeah, you're right. We need so much more time. So, six generations. Thank you. Anyone here? Either reaction to that process or um, any um, actions that you're Yes, 
चीन कैन यू हेयर मी ओके आई एम जस्ट ग्रेटफुल दैट आई हैव दिस ऑपरचुनिटी टू प्रोसेस दिस बिकॉज आई थिंक आई नम्ड इट वॉज टू बिग एंड आई नम्ड एंड एटलीस्ट इट्स ओपन मी टू प्रोसेसिंग दिस Thank you. I have Rosemary next. <laughs> I think we're dancing, Rosemary. Yeah, hands off. <laughs> There we go. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. Like Jean, I was so um. happy to see this offering robin and then to um sit with uh, the person in the sangha about this um was very very nourishing and um for my um possible actions um somehow getting more involved in my community um i had um a thought um to offer meditation in the library here um for anybody that would like to sit um for the families um but something something in the community um and um i guess writing writing to my uh, representatives um uh regarding the gun gun uh the laxity of uh gun control in the country thank you thank you rosemary yeah would you like vivian next robin uh huh Thank you for meeting me. Um and thank you for this process. It's really helpful and the breakout was extremely helpful. Um you know, the woman Judy and I were both we're both environmentalists and we see climate change is probably the number one problem that the planet is facing right now and these a lot of these things are sort of the side effects and going back to colonialism and the prevalence of guns and taking land committing genocide in terms of actions um you know just being mindful about the use of water things energy um she's working with meditation circles with young children um you know things of making donations voting calling representatives and also just setting an example um and that's and the idea of six generations is extremely helpful to me because it is very easy to feel overwhelmed by all of this thank you very much thank you vivian and you've really pointed up to you know we chant in the morning during the week all my ancient twisted karma and you just called all of that twist up that the obvious reaction is gun control laws but we realize Oh my gosh, this whole thing is so big and and there's a place to enter for everyone. Um it's all connected. Well, I think I'd like to mention something yeah. that came up in our Buddhist action now meeting. Can you speak up just a little bit? I'll unmask one too. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to mention something that came up in our Buddhist action now meeting just yesterday. And that is that it is quite likely it's an assumption 
that most of the folks in our sangha are doing something, are active mm -hmm. in their community in some way. So one way to gather those resources is to compile that list of information quickly so that it's available to those who want to be involved. For example, I know Lori, um, tutors um, for English as a second language. And for those who want to work in the world and help in the world that way, it would be a contact, a resource. I'm I, I have taken the training to do voter registration. My option is to do it through the League of Women Voters mm -hmm. or to have fellow Sangha members also train and us go out as a group together. Wonderful. So that. an idea of kind of like a speaker's bureau, but like ways yes. to get involved in our community. Yes. That's a great idea. And it's also a good way as people, it's an affirming way of our practice to mm -hmm. see what others are doing and how they are walking in this world with, with our practice. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to mention that. Thank you, that's wonderful. Um, I see two more hands up and I'm going to ask you to be uh, brief and concise um, because we have just a little bit more um, to um, do today. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I was thinking about the causes and conditions and thinking about when people in our society feel sacrificed in some way you know, through poverty, inequality, lack of health care, lack of all kinds of things that they then go on to sacrifice others, you know, in, in this in, in the way that this this person has and and somehow how we need to have compassion for the whole for everyone in the scenario. And it can be really difficult when we think about having comp compassion for the gunman, but it's looking at everything, you know, the people that were shot and the gunman, what brought it, what brought them to this point and what can we do and change amongst us all to offer everything to everyone so that these kind of things don't happen. And yes, it'll take a long time to, to make these changes, but it's having that compassion and love for everyone in the scenario. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And Genev, you'll be the last. Hi, I just wanted to mention that there was a, a, a gun massacre in a mosque in Australia in 96, and they changed the gun laws, and there's been one mass gun shooting in the 26 years since then. <laughs> And that change happened overnight when they changed the gun laws and they had a gun drive to get the guns off the streets. And so I would, I would second Nelda. I think voter registration and voter drives um, and making the connection for people between who they vote for and what laws we have, as well as supporting anyone who's getting accurate information out there are two ways we can see change sooner than maybe we think we can. Thank you. And so now we'll um, thank you for offering yourself to your partner and listening. And as someone said, just beginning this um, process for ourselves individually and ourselves as you know small groups, whether it's where we work at a school or um, here in our sangha or with your family or friends. Um, this is just a seed, so um, take these questions with you and continue to practice with them. Um.
Um, and again, I thank Peg um, who brought forward that viewpoint, which certainly was transformative to me when she shared it via Lari. Now, the next two things that we'll do are um, folks who are here in the Sangha, when you came back, you found some cards and some little slips of paper with names of victims from one of the two shootings. And so if you could please um, copy the name from the piece of paper onto the card in the next few moments. And yes, Nelda, I'm sorry, you're so over there. And um, folks online, your role is going to be to read the names. And so um, go ahead, while you're here now, do write your names. You have probably four or so. Kim, you have some? I wrote. Oh, good. Okay. And so um, Maria has the list first of um, the victims of the shooting in Buffalo two weeks ago yesterday. And then she'll bring up the list of the more recent shooting in Uvalde. And so the way that we'll do this online is um, the way that I can think of doing it. And Maria, if you have another idea, I welcome it, is to just have folks step forward and say a name. And people might step over each other and they'll sort it out. <clears throat> Will that work OK, Maria? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Or I can call on people, whichever. I think that'll be too slow and I think it will be disruptive. I'd love to just be able to hear the names. And so what it will require of, of you online is that you, um, well, first it'll require Maria to unmute, at, to allow everyone to unmute themselves. And then you'll have to unmute yourself, say the name, and then mute yourself back. Yeah. And if you have some extra noise, um, maybe you can mute anyone if, if you can find what the, who it is. Yeah, it's great. There are enough names that I'm guessing um, each one of you online will say at least one name and possibly two. And so you'll just step forward spontaneously, no rush, um, but also no need to wait. Is that clear for you online? So you'll be reading the names aloud. And we hear when you'll, once you finish your cards, I need to do mine, or maybe um, captures. Um, when you hear, you'll have your cards in front of you, and when you hear your um, person's name, you'll um, approach the altar, um, something like this. Just approaching the altar. Oh, we'll do, we'll, hold on just a sec. We'll do that in a sec. You'll approach the altar and bow and place the name um, on one of these racks. And Ken, it looks like we forgot to offer incense. I, I'm going to do that now. Okay, yes. awesome.
Would you like me to share the names now, Robin? Yes, please. Can people on Zoom read that okay? So if people unmute and say the name and then mute yourselves again. Roberta A. Drury, Marcus D. Morrison. Andrew McNeil, Aaron Coulter. Geraldine Tolley, Celestine Cheney. Hayward Patterson, Catherine Massey. Excuse me, you'll need to go back to the third name that you read and read them slowly to allow us to bring that name to the altar. Andrew, Andrew McNeil. Aaron Salter. Geraldine Tolley. Celestin Cheney. Haywood Patterson. Catherine Massey. Pearl Young. Ruth Whitfield. That's everyone in Buffalo. Nevaya Bravo. Jacqueline Casares. Makina Lee Elrod. Let's pause for a moment till they catch up. Jose Flores.
Did we have a Jose Flores? It's been done. Oh. Ellie okay. Garcia. Yuzia Garcia. Mary Joe Garza. <clears throat> Javier Lopez. Jace Lue Banos. Tess Mata. Miranda Mathis. <clears throat> Alicia Ramirez. Annabel Rodriguez. Maite Rodriguez. Alexandria Lexi Rubio. Jayla Nicole Silguero. Leila Salazar. Eliahana Cruz Torres. Rogelio Torres. Oh. 
Eva Mireles. Irma García. Please turn to page 17. We'll now chant the Metta Sutta. As you read these words, which you have probably read many times, listen closely. They are not just a blessing or good wishes. They are our foundation for action. You may want to return to the Metta Sutta again and again as you continue your own work with these questions. And you can find it on our website. Metta Sutta.
so that one cultivate an infinite good will toward the whole world, standing or walking, sitting or lying down, during all one's waking hours, let one practice the way with gratitude, not holding to fixed views, endowed with insight, free from sense appetites. One who achieves the way will be free from the duality of birth and death. In offering incense, observing silence, reading the Metta Sutta, and discussing the causes and conditions of the present reality, we extend compassionate care to and all those who are gravely ill, lacking basic necessities, or suffering violence in the world in thought, word, or deed. May they be serene through all their suffering. And may they, together with all beings, realize the awakened way. Respectfully reminded, life and death are of supreme importance. Time swiftly passes by, and with it, our only chance. Each of us must strive to awaken. Be aware, do not squander our life. Appamata's programs and facilities are supported through your generosity. Thank you for your support. There is a Donna box for contributions in the kitchen and also a link for contributions on the website. 